Hello, my friends. I'm Paul. It's the 11th day of October. It's the Deeper Daily Podcast. Thanks for joining me on the daily version of our podcast. Of course, full-length version available. We have an hour, 45-minute lesson, usually drop every Wednesday. We have another 45-hour-long sermon that drops every Sunday. But this daily version walks through the Word, and we're walking through the Gospel of Luke. We started the introduction to Luke on the 3rd of October, so we're just over a week into the journey, and we've arrived at, technically we're supposed to be in the 21st verse today. Uh, I'll read it. I do this for my own note-taking. It's like, what verse did we cover and what verse did we stop at? The verse, the 21st verse is, and the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he lingered so long in the temple. I'm really just using this verse as a placeholder today because I want to compare what just happened to Zacharias with what's about to happen to Mary. Quick review. Zacharias is serving the function of the temple. He is lighting the incense in the holy place. And next to the altar, he sees an angel. The angel tells him that he's going to have a son and call his name John, that he's going to be great. He'll, he won't drink wine or strong drink. He'll be filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. He's going to turn a lot of people to the Lord. And he's also going to go before him, quote unquote, him. The him is the one everyone's been waiting for. Your son, Zacharias, is going to go before the one. Your son's going to go in the spirit and power of Elijah. He's going to turn the hearts of the families towards one another. He's going to prepare a people for the Lord. And Zechariah's response to all of this was, well, what's the proof that it's going to happen? I'm old and my wife is old and we can't have children. And the angel responds, I'm Gabriel. I'm the one who stands in the presence of God. I've been sent by God to speak to you and give you good news. But you don't believe. So I'm going to make you mute until this child is born. Okay, fast forward. We'll get there and we'll work the verses. But Gabriel in the sixth month goes to Nazareth to a virgin named Mary. She's engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And he walks into her midst and says, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Mary sees him and is troubled, but doesn't say anything. The text says she just considered. What is this manner of greeting? Remember, the reason she does this is because there's a belief that if you've seen an angel, he's come to take you, to kill you. And so she doesn't say anything. She has a hard time believing it would open with rejoice, highly favored when the Lord is with you, blessed are you among women if he's about to kill her. So she shows faith right there by saying nothing yet. And the angel says, don't be afraid. You found favor. You're going to conceive. You're going to have a son. His name's Jesus. And again, we're going to work through all of these verses and why they're important. But I just, I'm, I'm going to show you a comparison. His name's going to be Jesus. He's going to have the throne of David. He's going to reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom's never going to have an end. And Mary says to the angel, how can this be since I don't know a man? Or, in other words, or how can this be since I'm a virgin? In other words, I haven't ever slept with a man. How am I going to get pregnant? And this is the great question because this leads to the understanding of the virgin birth. And the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. And the power of the highest is going to overshadow you. And this is where we get that virgin birth. Now listen to Mary's response. Finally, in verse 38, Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. 
let it be to me according to your word, is the elongated way of saying one Hebrew word. Amen. Whenever a, uh, a Hebrew wanted to put their seal of approval on a statement to show that they agreed, they would say, Amen. When Mary says to Gabriel, let it be to me according to your word, it is the way of saying amen in that she agrees with what the angel has said. And out of that agreement will come the Magnificat, the song of Mary, which takes place beginning in verse 46. And we'll get into that as we get there. The difference, Luke sets this these two stories beside one another for a reason, not only to show that John the Baptist precedes Jesus and will be the precursor to lead the way, but also to show two ways of responding to the supernatural. You can respond like Zechariah. You can see revelation and you can doubt it and you can question how God can make it happen. And the best thing you could do if that's your attitude is to be mute. Don't look at the mute as a curse Look at the mute as a blessing, because if you're going to be that negative, it's best that you keep your mouth shut. The angel just helps him out. By causing Zacharias to be mute, he has caused Zachari- he, has, he has taken Zacharias' ability away to say anything that will constrict or conflict, because imagine Zacharias going home to his wife and seeding her with doubt planting that doubt inside of her. And so he's, he can't do that. He can communicate, which we're going to see when we work our way back through this, but or when we continue on through this. He can communicate by writing, but there's something to be said for his inability to vocalize. There's a lot of power in your words. Mary, on the other hand, says amen. And what comes out of her is a song. So isn't it interesting that one man shows doubt in the face of Revelation and he's mute so that he can't put more doubt out there. Another woman says amen in the face of Revelation, and she's given the blessing of song, which also maybe should elevate what we think about song, poetry, and art, because it is often a reflection of the things that mere words cannot actually bring out. I think this is a really cool comparison Again, we've used that 21st verse where the people wait for Zacharias and marvel that he lingers so long. Um, but when he came out, let's, let's close here, 22. When he came out, he could not speak to them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned to them and remained speechless. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.